Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. In the name of Jesus, amen. Someday, yes, someday, when your dead body is laid six feet under the ground, the pastor will stand over your grave, and the pastor will say, we now commit the body of our dear brother, our dear sister, to the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes dust to dust. Indeed, from dust you came, to dust you shall return. This is the inheritance given to you by your first parents, Adam and Eve. As a member of the human race, your fate is to be laid in the ground where your body will be consumed and destroyed by worms. This is how life is. My friends, we live in a world where moth and rust destroy everything, where thieves break in and steal, where cancer eats our flesh, where bones grow brittle and frail, where wives betray the lying fools they pledge to love, where fathers forget the little children they promise to protect, where perversions are embraced, where hatred is the law of the land, where prejudice rules in the courts, where sex is more valued than conversation or intellect, such is this life, this life under the sun. This is the veil of tears that we find ourselves in. And against all of this, what complaint can we dare to make this day? Have we not all participated in all of this? Have we not indeed lied? Have we not looked the other way? Which of us can stand upon our good works and demand justice without asking for damnation for ourselves? And so to dust we shall gladly go, for it is truly better than what we actually deserve. You see, God owes you and me nothing Now, deep down, I don't have to convince you of this. As I speak, it hits hard. It is quiet in the sanctuary because we know this is true. Deep down, we know this is true. However, we try to deny it. We don't like to hear it. I don't like to preach it. And so we do a number of things. We seek out relief, maybe in nature, in the mountains, in the prairies, in the rivers, in the woods. However, as we are out and about in nature, the weeds and the thorns of creation, they're harsh. They have no sympathy for us. Ask any farmer, they'll know the toil of the land. Furthermore, the rivers and the mountains, they do not care for us. Their majesty is just too harsh for our tiny little weak bodies. We're small, we're vulnerable, we're insignificant. We are nothing to this world except fertilizer. Since we can't find relief in the mountains and the rivers and the woods and the plains, 
actually try some other tactics. We try to settle our fears by thinking that we can conquer nature, that we can overcome it. Furthermore, we try to arrange this planet in an orderly fashion to suit our fancy, to make us, well, think that we're in control. We dam up rivers, we tunnel through mountains, we lay down sewer grids and electrical grids, and we change the temperature in the room with a press of a button on our smartphone to make it absolutely perfect. But then, my friends, get this, something as simple as a bird or water freezing as ice can come along and ruin those electricity lines and cause complete chaos, showing us just how powerless we are. Indeed, buildings fall like a house of cards with earthquakes. Storms come in, they blow things over with a simple puff of air. Rivers break through dams and flood with a simple push. Tunnels and pipes, they collapse. Streets crumbles. Oceans erode and termites destroy. Now, since we cannot hide ourselves in nature or overcome nature, we do the next best thing. We try to hide in our minds and our bodies. And so we have made up all sorts of religions and philosophies and political ideologies and dreams and imaginary plans. We've actually deceived ourselves into believing that, get this, that lightsabers and the force seems more real than Jesus, as fun as Star Wars is. We run to places like Middle Earth and Narnia thinking that, well, they're more appealing than the world that we live in. We hide ourselves with Buddha and the great spirit of the sky as options for comfort as well. That's what our humanity does. And if all fails for our humanity, well then, well, last but not least, we put our heads into the world of Marvel comics, finding comfort in the superpowers, the superpowers of those comic heroes. But all these attempts, they evaporate in the daylight as well. You see, reality comes crashing down when the mailman brings in the bills, when we do not have enough money to pay out those bills. When the principal calls us about problems at school, reality hits. When the doctor tells you that you have cancer and only have six months to live, reality hits. And when the sheriff knocks on the door with divorce papers, well, reality hits that we are dust. But again, my friends, I don't have to convince you. You don't like to be dust, and I don't either. So we double down, and we try to lose ourselves in our sins. We can run to the bottle to drink reality away. We can fornicate to feel comfort for a moment. We cheat, and we lie to escape the pressures for a time. We're negligent and inattentive to our duties. We're disrespectful and disobedient. We plot, and we scheme. We brag, and we boast. We openly rebel. We seize what we think God is denying us with the hope that we can, well, feel wise and happy and calm. We say to ourselves, it is better to eat, drink, and be merry than, well, to lie in the dust. But my friends, it all fails too. All of it fails. Nothing works. Our sins leave us with hangovers that even Advil cannot soothe. Furthermore, all the games that we play only complicates our lives even more. If not careful, bitterness can then set into our lives, making our already dark hearts really black, really petrified. Our ears can become totally plugged, and our minds can slip into a sluggish decay. But... Listen careful. Yes, listen careful. It need not be this way. 
Indeed, this Ash Wednesday, we need to repent. We need to turn away from the road that leads to death and destruction. We need to repent of all the games that we play. The whole ball of wax, we gathered all up and we just simply repent this evening. We beat our chest. We say, God, have mercy on us. We repent. We repent from the road that leads to death and destruction, to dust and ashes, because there is another way. Yes, there is another way. Dear friends, return to God with all of your broken hearts, with your weeping and with your mourning. Return to the Lord your God, for there is no other place. There is no other place of comfort. There's no other place of shelter. There's no other one who is truly and graciously kind and merciful as he is to you. All things betray you. They well in the end. All things will betray you, except him. The reason being, your Lord is not like his creation. He is not like sin. He is slow to anger and full of great kindness. He relents from doing harm to you, and instead he harms his son on that cross to spare you and to love you. Listen carefully, O people of dust. You, yes, you, each and every single one of you are his beloved, in whom he is well pleased for the sake of Christ. You will only find peace and joy and hope and comfort in his embrace through that precious word and sacrament, knowing that your sins are forgiven, that you are baptized into his name, and that you belong at his table, an eternal table for you. Now consider for a moment the implications of Jesus. He was made to be sin in your stead. That means that at that cross, the cross that we're going to journey from today to Good Friday, that cross that we're going to approach, that cross off in the distance that we will see soon, at that cross, all the sin, all the pain, all the chaos, all the suffering, all the death of the world collapsed on Jesus Christ in his death at that cross. And there at that cross where everything collapsed on him, your Jesus made a payment equal to the sins of the world and he did it for you. He did it for you. And so all of history, all ideas, all good and all evil, all chaos, all kindness, everything, everything belongs to Christ, which means that everything in this world will be used to work together for your good, to keep you in his grace to keep you in eternal life. Indeed, in the midst of the big and the bad and the chaotic world that we find ourselves in, you belong to Christ and his furious love for you, his determined love for you, his unrelenting love for you. And so you are not mere dust abandoned to a grave of worms, but objects. You are objects of his rich mercy his abounding generosity. You, O Christian, are the reason why he bled. You are the reason why he bled. You are the reason why he died, to make all things right for you. And thus the Lord has not marked you with ashes on your head, but marked you with the water of the word in holy baptism. He has not left you to fend for yourselves in this brutal world, but invited you to this table, yes, this table, not to serve you with poison, but with life immortal. 
Even though you and I will suffer through this life, he has promised you by his blood-stained cross and an empty tomb that you are forgiven and that you will stand at the great eschaton, risen, alive, raised forever in him. Baptized saints, for 40 more days, we will actually abstain here at St. Paul's from all those hallelujahs. Sunday school kids will soon be putting those hallelujahs in a box if they haven't already. We'll abstain from all the angelic songs as we descend into the darkness of Good Friday through the season of Lent. That is until we arrive at that great Easter day when we will commemorate the defeat of death and the victory of life in Christ. And so today, we do confess, we acknowledge that we are dust, but you're not left in the dust. For Christ has you, and you have him. In the name of Jesus, we say, Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.